Today's Vad has been dedicated for two Avrechim Chashuvim, brother-in-laws, Albert Cohen and his family, and Ezra Bobo and his family. Be'ezrat Hashem, in the Zechut and Limud Torah and the Zechut and Tzedakah, Albert Cohen and Ezra Bobo should both be matzliach, b'chomaseidehem, b'ruchaniyut u'begashmiyut, amen. Okay, so now I'm thinking a lot about this Igaris. And I'm developing for myself a little bit of a derech avoide here, starting to understand life a little bit better. Okay? So I want to just think about it again, together, to see a little bit of a oimek here in this Rabbi Sroll, the Igaris Musa. Although Rabbi Sosland is talking about Dimyan, I want to try to chap the oimik, get the depth of how this whole sugya works in the Koychas HaNefesh HaOdam. Okay? So let's try to be very practical when we learn the Sefer and to see how to bring it down to earth, how Dimyan works. Okay? So yesterday I mentioned an example of a person who smokes cigarettes. Okay? Let's take that guy. Okay, we'll have a few practical examples and try to identify. So now, the guy is smoking cigarettes, correct? And it's unbelievable scharavera for him. It gives him uh, whatever the rush the nicotine gives him. It makes him feel cool, whatever it does for him. You understand? The, the, it makes him calm. Whatever the cigarette does for the guy, you know. So that is called scharavera. That's what he gains. And he's so emotionally connected with the fact that these cigarettes bring for him some toelas. That he's emotionally connected with that information. Okay? So let's say um, he was influenced by... The uh, tobacco companies' ads. You know, I don't know if they have ads anymore. Legally, I don't know how that works, but once upon a time, that was for sure a very big thing. The advertisements for the tobacco company, right? And it was portraying a certain image of a human being. And it was very much taken by this prat of what it looks like in the Chitzarinius, the external looks like a very unbelievable thing. Take that prat, right? That piece of information is very, very strong by him. Why is it strong by him? Because it is connected to him emotionally. And when he's taken by that information from that picture emotionally, so it's very much similar to Mikhtav Lamed. In Mikhtav Lamed we say that a person could be touched by something, and then everything else doesn't exist. So he's totally taken by that, right? Now, you sit down with the guy, and you go through the scientific evidence, okay, of the reality of what smoking can do to a human being. Okay? Now, he will agree to the facts, but what is he going to say? Now, here's where the dimmin is going to kick in, because he's already captured by his dimyon and lay vritzayna, right? His vritzayna is filling his heart. 
So what is he going to say? He's going to say exactly what the uh, uh, Rabbi Saul said. Bal yilaked zar biglalo. Someone else. This information is true, but for someone else. Not for himself. It won't happen to me. It will happen to someone else. Why is that? What's the chidush of Rabbi Saul? Because the truthful information is not emotionally connected to him. The information of the way it looks to him, the scharavera is emotionally connected to him. So that's much louder. It's much more powerful. It's much more influencing. So a male, the other piece of information doesn't connect to him. It's information, but it doesn't connect to him. Let's try to take another marshal. A few mashalom. So we kind of understand better the oimic of how this is working in life. Okay? Let's say you go around to the average kid and you say to him, Isaac, nice to see you. Stephen, you too. So let's say you take an average kid and you say to him, you want to be rich. Very much so. Very, very much so he wants to be rich. Okay? Because he sees something in his tangible world, externally, first glance, that speaks very much to him. Right? And he feels that being rich will give him security, will give him simcha, it'll give him COVID, it'll give him a lot of things that he's looking for. And therefore he's very, very much taken by that, to be rich. Right? And then you sit down with him and you say, listen, Rich people, you know, they struggle with self-esteem because people don't like them for them. They like them for their money, you know. They're not sure uh, who their real friends are, who's not their real friends, who's only trying to get close to them to get their cash, right? They can be driven crazy 24-7. They have a lot of responsibilities. It's stressful life, a lot of competition, whatever it is, right? You go through all the negative side of the thing. Right? All the big picture. But even after you give him the whole schmooze, and he hears all that information, if you ask him, do you want to be rich? Yes, I still want to be rich. Why? Because the one, the part that's taking him, the part that's being spoiled from it, the part that is in the lane, emotionally connected to that part, so the intellectual stuff that you told him, since he doesn't have that, so, but here's Rabbi Shol. What, what goes on in the brain? Other people struggle from that. But me, if I have the money, I won't struggle from that. I'll be above that. So he, he develops within him a confidence in himself that he can handle the Nisoyen of the wealth. I, but people don't. That's the other guy. Baal, Yelaked, Zar, Bigloloi. You see how it's coming again? Rabbi Shalom just says that when the dimin is strong, even when the facts are presented, it's someone else. Like a Bokhar told me he wants to win the, the, the lottery, right? I think it was like close to a billion dollars or something like that, right? So I said to him, that Hashem loves you too much, and He will never hurt you like that, you know? That's like the worst thing He can ever do to you. 
right? So he said, why? So then we were talking about the problems that people have when they come to money like that. They literally go insane. It's the most dangerous thing for a human being, especially a poor little kid, to all of a sudden become a billionaire overnight. That's a very dangerous thing, right? So what do you say? Exactly the Kobe Sosalanta. That won't happen to me. It's true, it happens. But it won't happen to me. Someone else. See, so you see what Rabbi Sosalanta is saying is a very deep point. You have facts. You have figures. Those facts and those figures are true. No one's going to argue them. No one's going to argue with those points. However, since you're not emotionally connected with that information, and you are emotionally connected with the, 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 the thing that speaks to you, the scharavera. If I have a lot of money, then I can do what I want. Or I can support yeshivas. Or I can uh, always be secure. And I can always provide for my wife and kids. And I'll never have to struggle. And whatever it is, right? Whatever's speaking to you. So that's emotionally connected with you. And you're totally taken by that. When you become totally taken by that, you can't have room to hear the other thing. But but the facts, here's the, here's the facts, here's the paper. It says exactly the facts. These are the statistics. No, it happens to them. Me, I'm confident that won't happen to me. I'm different. I'm a yeshiva bacher. I have a good family, a good upbringing. I'm not some guy from Iowa who has a potato farm, you know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a part of a community, right? To me, it won't happen. So that's how the dimnion will play into a human being, that everything will be someone else's the problem, right? So you say, if you watch certain things on your own, these are statistically damaging for you, you know? Because it happened to X amount of uh, yeshiva boys, you know? No, it won't happen to me. Only him. Yeah, I'm different. If I want to snap out of it, I can snap out of it at any time I want. That's different. You see? Again, saying that it will be someone else. The statistics apply to someone else. So we gave you multiple examples. That could be an example with smoking. It could be an example with rich, with making money. Could be an example with lottery, could be an example with your phone. It doesn't matter what it is. So this is a deep point that Rabbi Salat is saying. Good morning, Gabby. This is a deep point that Rabbi Salat is saying. What you're taken with emotionally is what is by you, what you're living your life according to that. All the facts that someone can bring to you, if it's only intellectual, it's not connected to you emotionally, then you will always say someone else, not me. Okay? Now that's step one. But if you think into what Rabbi Sosalant is saying is, in general, the things we learn are not taking us emotionally. They're just intellectual information. So for example, let's just take, nothing to do with Navera, okay? Let's take uh, humility, Anova, okay? So people have an intellectual pursuit and understanding of Anova, that Hashem runs the world, 
And each person gets what they're supposed to get. And I'm not more special than anybody else, blah, 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 right? So now it's intellectually understood, right? But the problem is that Anova is a mida. It means it has to create an emotion. The emotion means that you have to feel hachnoa towards other people. Let's say in uh, Emuna, Hashem runs the world, da, 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 da. That's great, intellectual pursuit. But if it doesn't touch you, then you're not machniyat Hashem. At the end, you're not machniyat So you see that information by itself, the way a human being is built, information by itself doesn't do the job in the real world. You have to be able to process the information from Seichel until it touches your life. When it goes into your life, then it'll go into your emotions and to your feelings. So it becomes, the intellect becomes emotionally connected to you. We'll get to how. That's the whole Egeris is about that. Sam likes to come once a month and then he says how. You have to learn the safer. But first we're developing the, 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 the problem here. So, but when you have an opposite emotion, it's even harder, right? So again, when you're not having an opposite emotion, just learning the information itself, if you're not processing it to have an emotional connection to it, it won't do the job. If you have the opposite way going, I want to be rich. I want to win the lottery, right? So it doesn't pay to tell, it's not just a dimmy, you see, here's the oimic. It's not just a dimmy to tell a guy, you know, the bigger the pot is, the more you're wasting your money, <laughs> you know? That means more spoons like you put their money in the pot, you know? <clears throat> it's a dimmy that you think you're going to win. No, not just that dimmy. The dimmy is that if you're going to win, that you'll be the same normal guy you are today. That's a dimmy to think like that. Because the facts are different. But he can't uh, take that information and bring it home because he has to say that happens to other people. You understand? Now, that's step one. Another thing I noticed in this unbelievable depth of the Yigeris HaMusa is a very deep thing. Let's go to a kid in yeshiva. Let's take that example, okay? So you have a Bachar in yeshiva who's not steiging, you know? He's not davening and growing and learning. Why not? Why not? Because he has a desire for money. He wants to be a rich man. He wants to get out of here as soon as possible, make a lot of money, be successful. You know, obviously he has to be in yeshiva until now because you can't just go uh, out of yeshiva. So, <clears throat> but he's waiting. He's yoshiva metzape. You know what yoshiva metzape means? He's sitting, waiting impatiently until he finally gets his shidduch and then he has the free from jail card and he can go make money. Okay? Fine. He wants to make money. His mind and his heart is taken by something else, right? Good. That means he has no uh, emotional affinity with learning. Because his success has has nothing to do with that. He doesn't see himself as a mutzlach in that. And he's going to be mutzlach in that. And it's, right, it doesn't speak to him. What's speaking to him right now is Olam Hazah. Gashmis, Taivas, money, that's talking to him. He sees the external benefit of that thing, right? So now we're going to learn a deep thing. So if you're the Mechanech, or your father, you're the father, you're the Rebbe, you're the Mechanech, and you want to bring the kid to start learning, yeah? What's the Mahalach? 
Do you tell them how great learning is? Do you build up and say, you know what, you want to pursue a life of money? I give you an alternative. Pursue a life of turning your Shemaim, you can be Matzliach, right? From this you see not like that. Why? Because he says, a very deep point in this, uh, in the Avoida. We could, uh, we have within our hands the strength to move the dimion away. That it shouldn't have such a strong influence on the human being. Right? How do we have that? He says, if we train ourselves to listen carefully, yes, Sam, hey, you ain't starting the Aschal. You have to train yourself to listen carefully to the Seichel, to contemplate and to think about and to internalize the truth, the MS, to think about the Scharavera Kenegadev Seida. So you hear what he's saying over here? If the kid wants money, you have to say, okay, fine. Let's think together what's the hefzid in having money. Not what's the mile of learning Torah. What's the hefzid of speak, of making money? You see, a lot of my shmuz like that. People don't understand why I do that, because that's what he says. Meaning, you're looking at money, right? So you see the schar in making money. Schar means what it benefits you and what's good for you, right? You're emotionally taken by that. So, but if we could work to think about the truth in the making the money, that's the conversation. You have to know. You will not know who your real friends are. You will damage your own self-esteem if you have money because no one likes you for you. So yourself is gone. Your value is only the dollar bill. That's it. You have stress. You have worries. You have a big achrayas, right? You're driven crazy. Da, 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 right? When you start to go into the, the hefsid, you have to start being lahakshiv, lahaskil, aladvar emes, means the hefsid and the thing that you want. Until that touches you. Until that you emotionally connect with that. Means the only way to break the dimyan is to show the dvar emes in the dimyan. Where the mistake is. Then and only then you can start talking about the other thing. You understand the oimik? Again, if a guy has emotionally taken by wanting to make money, let's say. Okay? And because of that, it's so obsessing him that he wants to make money and his mind is only dreaming about that. And he's thinking about how he's going to be successful in money. And he can't concentrate on his Gemara, you know. He's only in the learning because uh, he has to be here now. But he's not connected to it. And any Musa and any Torah and any Ashkaf and anything he hears goes in one ear and goes out the other ear. Because it doesn't really connect to him. That's not affecting his life. His life is not connected to that. His life is only connected to wanting to make money. That's it. That's where he's taken. So should you spend time pounding the guy with an unbelievable understanding that Torah is murdik not chayich. And you saw these gedolim when they were learning Torah, they were mamish like in in Ganeiden, you know? Torah is also Ganeiden. You think money is Ganeiden? 
Torah's Ganeiden, you know. You see how these rabbis, their mummies, like fire. And then he says, very nice. That's a beautiful thing. Hatzlocha Rabba, you know. I will uh, make a donation to your school when I become very rich because you are very excited from learning and that's a beautiful thing, right? So that's not the point. The point is you have to sit down with the guy and analyze in the thing that he's taken with the Dva'emes, which is the hefsid of what he wants. Not just, you know the, what you, the, the, your, your, the Meshicha, it's in the Scharavay. But you have no emotional connection with the reality of the Hefzit. So the focus is to see the Hefzit in the thing itself. If you see the Hefzit in the thing itself, then you will change. Because now you have a voice that emotionally connects you. What's the Hefzit? Then you get taken into the world of reality. When you take it to the world of reality, you may not want that. The same thing goes the other way around. Right? So uh, a person will say, Learning is not for me because it's tircha. It's a lot of work. It's, uh, whatever. Whatever the challenges of learning are, you know? But he's taken emotionally by the challenge of learning. That's the hefzid mitzvah. The hefzid mitzvah, that part is so emotionally connected to his, himself and his intellect that it becomes the whole picture. That's the side of his spilus. The spilus of his spilus is it becomes the whole picture. So learning is hefsin. Learning is difficult, and I loathe the learning because of that. That's what the Goyen says. When a guy's a atzel, when he's lazy, being that learning takes work, he doesn't just uh, not want to do it. He starts to see this place as a place of discomfort. They're not interested in the learning itself. Learning itself is not a comfortable experience for him, right? So he's taken by that emotional, right? So now your job is to go and figure out the schar. How will the, the truth, you have to see the truth, right? Making money is also a tercha, right? Eating is also a tercha, correct? But you don't have a problem with that tercha, right? Because of the schar. Correct? So you have to bring him into a place to see what his gain in the reality, what he will gain from it. So now that's a different conversation. Always have to go with the opposite side of what your Hegeshim are taking you in order to see the true picture. Because if you're only taken from one side, then you don't see the true picture. You only have that side. That's all you got. So like we said before, because again, the, 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 this is the way the mind works. The guy wants to win a billion dollars in the lottery, that's it. His brain has been taken emotionally by that. What's that going to be for him? What life will be for him? The schar, what will be for him, right? But if the voice is so weak and so like a whisper, when you tell him, listen, people who win the lottery, they go from poverty or normal to billionaire become insane but that's not going to happen to me someone else not to me because that's so weak that that piece of information is like a whisper it doesn't take me at all 
So if the person will go through training himself to listen to Dvar Emes and to go over it and over it and over it and bring it home to the point where it speaks as loud as what the Schar Averis speaks to him, then he sees a full picture. When he sees a full picture, he can make decisions. You understand? Because he has to empty, he has to enter the territory where the dimyon is in control. He can't come from a different angle. He can't say, you know what? If you win the billion dollars, life will be awesome. But you know what? There's something also awesome. It's called Torah. And your chances of winning Torah, and your chances of winning the lottery, your chances of winning Torah, they won't do the job. Because he's not discussing where the thing is speaking to him. Where the Schar Averis speaks to him, he has to see the Hefzid in where the Schar Averis speaking to him. That's what he said. That's a deep thing. So we're learning here a lot of unbelievable things, the way the mind works, the way the body, the way the human being works. That our Seichel has to be connected to our emotions. And in anything we do, if we want to be influenced by what we learn, we have to be connected to it emotionally. If our intellect is connected emotionally to the Scharavera, or to the Hefzid Mitzvah, we have no way to move. Impossible. Because truth will not do anything for you. Because that truth could be true, but it's for someone else, not for me. So I have to work on getting the Hefzid Avera or the Schar Mitzvah into my emotional. So I'm going into the battle where the the Dimian is being Chal. And then we'll see from the letter how to do that. That's where we saw Slant is Mahalach how to learn most. Okay, we'll stop it.